Thanks for tuning in to Play, Move, Improve. My name is Robin Papworth. I'm an exercise physiologist, developmental educator, author and speaker, and I love sharing all of my expertise and passion for children's development. Today I'll be talking to you about spatial awareness, where I talk to you about some basic ideas of how to assess children with spatial awareness difficulties and also some typical behaviours that you'll see in your classrooms or at home when children have issues with spatial awareness. To start with, I'll talk to you about the two elements of spatial awareness. When we think about spatial awareness, most people think about personal space, being able to not bump into objects or people. But what we also look at with spatial awareness is being able to time our movement and being able to coordinate the force of our own movement. So for example, I'm sitting here right now with a nice warm cup of coffee and my body's pretty amazing. It's able to tell how far away the coffee cup is from my body. It's also able to tell how heavy the cup is. Is the cup full? Am I holding a plastic cup that will crumble in my hands or am I holding my auntie's most precious ceramic cup that I need to be really delicate with? Then it will tell me about how the shape of the mug. So am I picking the mug up with the handle where I have a closed grip or am I picking the mug up around the the body of the mug where I need a really large grip? All these ideas of space is really complex and we take it for granted. Before working with children, I used to work with people who have recently had a stroke. And one of my jobs was to help people who'd had a stroke be able to go back to the daily living skills of being able to pick up a cup and have, obviously we weren't practicing with coffee in rehab, but we were practicing with cups of water. And one of the exercises was where it was as simple as what we would perceive simple was picking up a plastic cup, a paper cup and a plastic, um, sorry, a disposable plastic cup. Now, all three of those cups give us different feedback to our body. When we touch the cup, we get a different feeling getting sent back through our hand. When we lift up the cup, we get a different weight. So all these things we have to be able to do just to drink a cup of water. So now I want to talk to you about a little girl. She's in preschool, so she's four, and she's finding that when she runs around the classroom, she'll bump into other kids, she'll knock into objects, she'll trip over her own feet. And this is sometimes an issue with spatial awareness. She may not be able to time her movement. We call this temporal spatial awareness. So she may not be able to time her movement as one kid's running through the corridor and she goes to run through the corridor as well. They tend to clash in the middle. That's timing how far she's going, how fast the other child's going. And then the spatial part of it is how far away her body is from the body of the other child. What we typically get similar to how we get feedback from a cup when I'm picking up a plastic cup. If I bump into a table, I get really strong feedback from the table. The table hurts, right? So that information that I get back, we call it biofeedback. It tells our brain how far away our body is from the object, how fast our body is moving when we make impact with the object, and it adapts our movement. So next time, hopefully, we don't run into the same table. What we find with some kids these days is we're not getting as much movement and as, as the gross motor activity that we used to get when we were kids. You know, when I was a kid, I used to play outside in the yard. I used to climb trees, you know, all those types of things where kids of today, they're typically not doing that. They're having a very sedentary life. So we're missing out on those mistakes that we make outside in the yard to learn from so we'll find a lot of kids are struggling with personal space being able to judge how far away their body is from others being able to control the speed of their body 
So a simple test that we use for kids like this is I just get them to stand facing me and I get them to copy me. So I get them to touch their nose with their right pointer finger, eyes open, and then touch their nose with their left pointer finger, eyes open. And then I see if they can do that with their eyes closed. So when we have eyes closed, we don't have any feedback coming from our visual system. We have to solely rely on proprioception, which I'll episode four will be about proprioception. So when we miss our nose, we get feedback through our fingertip and our face of, oh, you've missed your nose. And we adapt to the next time we try and target the next time better. But if kids aren't practicing this, practicing this basic skill, then they're starting to struggle with things like body awareness. The other thing that we try and do is I, I get them to touch their opposite elbow. So their right pointer finger to their left elbow and then their left pointer finger to their right elbow. Again, I start with eyes open so they can see what their body is doing. And then I challenge them further with eyes closed. The third test that I do is I get them to stand in front of me, my arms length away, and I touch my nose. I get them to copy, so they touch their nose. And then we try and reach our pointer fingers to meet in the middle. So we try and tap our pointer fingers together in the middle. What we're then doing is we're challenging the spatial awareness system even further. We're requiring it to find our own body part, but then we're requiring it to find a moving body part. So the child doesn't know how far I'm going to put my finger, so they have to adapt and adjust to that. For kids who find that quite simple, I then make it a bit more challenging by moving my hand. I may also make it more challenging by getting them to stand on one foot and then do it while trying to balance. That makes spatial awareness even more complex. So next time you're working with children in around the ages of three to seven, get them to try that activity, get them to see how, what body awareness they have versus eyes open versus eyes closed. And feel free to always share your comments and your feedback below. But typically the children who may be having trouble with personal space, they may bump into things, they may seem quite clumsy, may find these activities really challenging. So incorporating these little activities into their daily routine is going to be a fantastic gift for their development and it will start to improve those broader areas of personal space and spatial awareness. One more tip before we leave, I just wanted to share how to control the speed of our movement. So I get a car, I get a kid to play with a toy car and just in front of them I get them to drive the, a car in a circle, in an oval shape and I get them to go really fast. So I model it, I have a car as well and we go we're going to drive our car really fast and we drive the car around and around really fast. My body, my torso stays still, it's just my arm that does the moving. And then I get them to go really slow. Can we drive the car really slow? Can we drive the car backwards? Can we drive the car forwards? And what we're getting them to learn is that temporal, that time part of spatial awareness. Can they control the force of their movement? Can they speed up and slow down their movement? It's really important to develop that if they want to then develop the broader area of spatial awareness. Again, any questions, please let me know. You can find me on Facebook at Play, Move, Improve, or you can find me on Instagram at my name, Robin Papworth. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to hearing your feedback. Have a fantastic day.